0: Blog Talk Radio.
1: Shout out to my bloodline family, the uh, Douglas Kennedy line. I don't talk that much about my bloodline anymore. It's not that I uh, don't mean that I mean to. I just moving so fast and just forget. But I really appreciate that Douglas Kennedy uh, family line that's scattered through the 13 states within the within the U.S. and various parts of the world. Really, Uh, of course, charities in China and I mean charities in Israel. And uh, just different people I don't know, people all over That are bloodline, really appreciate it Okay folks, tonight Tonight, What are we dealing with, brother Seth? Some of you just called the phone number You don't know what is going on So tonight What are we dealing with? Well, we're dealing with Hatred Really uh, A lot of people are Call an enemy the enemy, uh, people, and they really believe that. And uh, I must say that, while that's what I, uh, that's how a lot of people think. Even on this show, I think a lot of my uh, co-hosts uh, and even some of the callers really believe that our enemy are people. Well, this the creator of this show, the Firestone On Network, Brother Seth, myself. I just want to share a little bit about how I look at the enemy before I bring on everybody else, only because that's what this show is all about. I don't want any of my guests uh, to be... I don't want to be said that Faisal Stone believes like a particular guest. Uh, Faisal Stone Network pretty much is a group of people. It's not just Brother Seth. But as the creator, I just want to just kind of put my little two cents in first because they'll come in. I want to hear from our guests tonight for sure. But I want to be clear, uh, crystal clear Who I think the enemy is And so I'll spend the next uh, five or ten minutes Before I bring on our, our, our panel uh, Our moderator, Brother John Clark uh, Letting you know just what who I feel the enemy is So first let me I'll read the show's description uh, The show's description for those of you that caught the phone line And you didn't get anything in the mail So to speak title of the show is Who or what are the enemies of African Americans And what should be done uh, went on to say tonight we seek practical solutions from our callers and informative panel in re- in regards to the diverse definitions and descriptions of what and or who the enemies are of white supremacy. Excuse me, of, of African American. Let me repeat it again. I can't do that. <laughs> okay, let's, let's do it again. Tonight we seek practical solutions from our callers and informative panel in regards to the diverse definition and descriptions of what and or who the enemies of African Americans are. but By now, it should be... Let me start over here if I can read tonight. By now, it should not be a mystery that there is a clear and vivid war against African Americans in America. That's the truth. While there has been some success in addressing these issues, it is equally apparent that there is some confusion as to what or who the enemies of African Americans are. I went on to say, lastly, no one engages successfully in a war without absolute intel as to who the enemy is and how they operate. All are welcome. Call and share your insight. Not really do want call us to get involved even more tonight, letting us know who is really field is this enemy, the enemy. Who is the enemy? Who who is our enemy really? There's a lot happening to us. But what is do will we define the enemy as? Well, I kinda wrote a few things down and I'll bring on the moderator John Clark here in a second. But let me just say this folks. Again there's a the five smooth little anthem that's playing in the background. I'll play it again because I want everybody to really understand exactly where the creator of this network stand on this. Cause we don't want confusion. We want clarity. The enemy to me, Brother Seth, again, not speaking for any of the guests going to be on or any of the, the co-hosts going to be on in the callers. First of all, let me define what an enemy is. In, the enemy to me is... Energy in your space, in your world, that impede, stop, or reverse your course to success. One more time. I define the enemy. The enemy. Who is the enemy, or uh, what is the enemy? Because I do think the enemy is a could be a what, and not just a who. Mainly, I believe it is a what. Not so much as I'll explain later, but anyway, one more time, the definition of the enemy is energy. It could be through a person, it could be through something that's not a person. it could be through just knowledge. the enemy, the enemy could be knowledge if you was tell you're a loser and and then you begin to hear that that right there will when they take fruit in your life, it's gonna be something that takes you backwards. Uh, that impedes you as I said that stops you or reverses your course of success one more time I define the enemy as someone or something possessing energy in your space, in your world in your mind in your spirit, in your soul this energy that this, 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 comes from information that slows you down impedes you, stops you or reverse you, take you backwards from your course to success. Success meaning what the Father has for your life, not the success of what the, the, the world calls success. And far from that. That, that to me is another enemy. This mis- misunderstanding of what success is. That's the part of the enemy. Okay. So not what the, what the world calls success, but what the Father has for you. He has a will for you. I'm not talking about something the like perfect will. You gotta do everything. that has gotta be perfect. I'm not talking about that. But anything in your life that that, that 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 slows you down, stops you, or just takes you backwards from things you need to do, places you really need to go, people you really, really need to meet that's going to make a change, that's going to push you forward in life, that's an enemy. That's an enemy. I'll, I'll the. the I'll go going to say how the enemy works now. I think the enemy or enemies is created when you or your neighbor... Okay We'll go I'm talking about how it operates now I'm talking about how it operates now The enemy The enemy is created When you or your neighbor Will go against the father's plan For your life As I said And here's how he works And when I say he I mean I'm talking about it And um. just turn this down, because I want everybody to really hear this. How the enemy works in your life, I believe, is partly information-driven, meaning wrong information you're given. Uh, That's like lies. Lies are 100% wrong information. Lies are 100% false information. Deception is half and half. you got some truth. And you're deceived by that truth. The rest of what you know on this particular topic is lies. So half truth, half lies, deception. And then that's one way the enemy can operate, again, through lies or deception. And the last one is ignorance. Ignorance meaning no information. These three things right here can turn your life upside down. Half for me is still doing it for me whenever I operate in lies or deception or ignorance. The enemy, the real enemy, if uh, uh, I may say this, or uh, another enemy, I should say, and that is the flesh, a part of us that craves evil. That is a true, true enemy. You'll you're here tonight, at least from Brother Seth, that most of our pain comes from our own selves, our own decisions, that's our flesh that crazy evil. That's an enemy inside of us. I do believe that, folks. Then there are something called evil spirits. They are real, real, real. And the sad thing is so many people, are, here we go again with information, operating in ignorance. They don't know that there's a such thing as evil spirits. So right then and there, their life is going to start going backwards. They're going to be... Uh, Their life is going to be slowed down, impeded, or or their success is going to be slowed down, their success is going to be stopped, or their success is going to be reversed because they don't even believe in evil spirits. How can you go to war with something you don't even know that it exists? So evil spirits are real. It's not just us on this earth. So I do believe that our flesh craves evil all by itself with no evil spirits around. Then there are evil spirits that work off of the lies, the deception the ignorance. There's evil spirits and most of the wars in our spiritual realm is with these entities trying to stop us from getting information Lies, trying to the enemy evil spirits they are they are liars. the Bible talks about it. the thief come up to steal, kill destroy he's a liar. They tell our, 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 our us as humans lies. Those lies will slow you down, stop your success, or reverse you and have you go the wrong way. Or these evil spirits will use deception, part truth, part lie. You hear ministers sometimes or anybody that's supposed to be saying the words of, of of God, they'll give you some truth, but a lot of lies. And then the last thing the enemy uses, and this is the most devastating thing the enemy has, is ignorance. He get us thinking, like the whole lie to me that white people is our, our, is our enemy. I know some are going to have some, some guess that's it's going to come on, probably say something completely different. It's what's But, again, when you find these white people or these black people or these whoever people that's supposed to be the devil or the enemy, look at what they're doing. They always come with one of these three things. They're either promoting a lie, or they're promoting half and half deception, or they're promoting or trying to keep you ignorant. They're trying to hide something from you. And then once you operate with your will, your will which drives all of this, with your will as gods, or uh, operating like a god, we have this thing called a wheel. As we will, the Father, get involved in our life, or he don't get involved in our life. I will block him or encourage him. I will block the Father or encourage the Father. I believe the earth is the Lord and fullness thereof, but the, but the power within this realm called earth is totally man's. God has no business... Because he set it up like that. God has no business operating within the natural realm, within the earth realm, without man's submission. I believe with everything I buy, every five of my being. I'm going to say it again. God has no business unless we ask him, unless we invite him. Even if somebody, even if it could be your mother or your grandmother praying for you, has to invite him, Father, save my children, or or heal our nation. And when we pray these prayers, then the Father get involved with our affairs. If we never pray, never call him, I don't think he would get involved with our affairs. And I think he set this up at the beginning. So all the claim to go on in the world has nothing to do with the Father. As far as his is his will, is. Because we as humans, mankind, didn't invite him into our affairs, didn't invite him into our hearts, and to the degree that we would go and change what's going on in Africa, the hunger, the racism, the this, the that, the disease, all these things is man misbehaving. So that is what I believe is the energy. It is, to me, ludicrous to think that somebody can be your enemy. It's got to be what's in their head. If I can change what's in their head, the same people is not your enemy, so they can't be the enemy. I know the scripture talks about Israel going to the land of their enemies because they're going to a land where these people are full of ignorance, lies, and deception about us, so then they act out on that, and they become, they begin to do things to us. Because if the white man just uh, a blanket was our enemy, then every white person will be our enemy, and we really should probably think about killing them. And I do mean it, I'm not playing anybody my tongue. And I know I'm on social media. I'm not playing. It. If we really thought the white right man was our enemy, we should do what they're doing to us and be trying to kill me. It should be all our war. But I don't believe that. I've never believed that. And I think anybody believes that's a far him, Humanity does not have the intellect to be the kind of enemy that most of us think. Having said that, let's go. Grab our moderator and Brother John is gonna come on. I really appreciate him by the way, doing what he do so well, and we're gonna tie up the show tonight folks uh it, and I look like we got a hand went up <laughs> well, we will bring up I see eight one seven five one, seven, we'll come to you after the moderator comes on folks again, uh, that's how i feel i I'd be lying if I say I didn't. I operate out there. I love all people like I said at the end of every show. I love every single one of you, and there ain't nothing you can do about it. That ain't just some little cute little saying. I really do love all people. I've never met, met a person that convinced me that they had that kind of power. And by the way, before I bring up Brother John, when you do, when you do cause people your enemy, especially if you think white people are your enemy, and you start thinking things like they're evil, and 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 they, and start thinking like they're. In, in, you start worshiping them. Really, is what I'm trying to say. If something is more powerful than you, even if it's more evil than you, that's a sense of superiority. And then, especially if you glorifying them more than you glorify the power of God in your life or what God can do in your life, you literally are worshiping them. And I refuse to worship white supremacy, white people. I refuse to bow the knee to white supremacy. No, they don't have it like that. Anyway. Okay, folks. Get my breath here. Let me take a sip of this coffee, everybody. Hold on, everybody. Hold on. Let me
0: drink a sip of coffee after that one. Hell you Okay folks Let's
1: a plane or bus or How about a sailboat Down to Fort Worth, Texas And get our moderator The one and only brother John Clark really appreciate this brother It's hard work uh, So let's just go ahead and Get him and, and get this Show on the road Okay, area code nine seven two eight oh five Brother John talking in the house.
2: What's good, bro, sir?
1: Well you good, brother. It's good to hear your voice, good to be doing another show trying to educate our people first and then all people. Uh before I bring you on though, brother John, there is a question of hand is already up. Area code eight one seven five one seventy wanna go to them, have them hold uh what's going on, brother.
2: Well, actually, before we even go to them, let's go ahead and take care of the housekeeping so persons understand exactly the protocols that we follow for something even as simple as a hand going up in questions or statements that are wanting to be made. Again, we welcome everyone to the Five Smooth Stones Network. This is Brother John. Uh, You can just call me John. Uh, I don't need to be called anything other than that name. I'm cool with that. Um, moderating the show I just want to let you all know when you call in you're gonna hit the one button if you want to make a comment or ask a question we welcome those we really do you'll see that we really will try to stop all action so that we can get someone who has something that they would like to say those who are meek in spirit you are welcome to speak your mind without any concerns of retribution We will hold at bay the angriest of lions or bears, because this is the the network that brother Seth put together, and I stand in unity with him to make sure that persons who are a little bit verbose and coming over the top and, and whatever the case may be, are not going to cause other persons who just simply are meek in their spirit and in their approach, to not be able to say something because they're concerned with the way it's going to be perceived and then they're going to be attacked. No, you will not be attacked. However, what we would like for you to do if you do decide you want to speak and you press that number one button and we bring you on is that you give us your name and where you're calling from and then you let us know whether you have a question or a comment and how long it will take for you to make that point, question or comment whatever the case may be. And the reason why is that depending upon where we are in the show, we can kind of get an idea of whether we'll be able to let you take that full amount of time or whether we'd have to pull back on that time and say, well, actually we can't give you 45 minutes to say that. (laughs) You're going to get four to five minutes to say that. So that's the way that we do it here. And again, it's been working out pretty good for us and we're happy about that. With that being said, Brother Seth, let's go ahead and get that first caller and see if they can't follow those instructions.
1: All right, let's just do that. Okay, going to air code 817 We would like to know your name and your city, please. And go right here with your comment. Okay, someone at air code 817 I want to give you a whole number out, but if your number starts with those six digits, you are live love on the, the air. Go ahead with your question or comment. We would like to know your name and city, please.
3: Love the set. Yes. Can you hear me? Oh, this is LSU. I'm sorry. I was. I'm using a different phone, so when you can, brother, well, you got
1: letters noted. You got letters noted. But anyway, brother LSU,
3: welcome to the. you speak to please. Not speak to please. Go right here. Don't go. I was about to say that again. I was. I didn't was not aware. I didn't make note that it would come up different on the line. If I would have went aware of that, I would have let you know that. It didn't come to my attention to just then as to why come you had mentioned me because I've been on the line since the beginning of the show, and I realized that I'm coming under an 817 number.
1: Okay. All right. Ding, 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 ding. And tonight,
2: for your listening pleasure, you have Fighting Out of Fort Worth, Texas. It's the Rumble in the Jungle D- with LSU and Brother <laughs> Brother Seth, fighting from Uless in the red corner.
0: <laughs>
2: <laughs> y'all, y'all got right at it, right?
1: <laughs> Man, you're a mess, you're a mess. Okay, Mr. Bonner, oh, we got also uh, Pastor Chris in the house as well as the Pastor Malachi. and uh, So we'll just go ahead and go to them now. If you're ready.
2: No doubt. Oh, uh,
3: uh, Brother Seth, Brother Seth. Yes, sir. Uh, before you go in that direction, I just wanted to say this before because we got confused with the different number lines. Uh, you made a number of statements and comments, and you contrasted them or you made them in reference to the hosts that are coming on the line. So I just ask that you would please give us sufficient opportunity once you brought the other hosts on the line to respond to the things that you said because some of those things, of course, that you already know and you stated it, we're definitely in disagreement and we would like to have an opportunity to uh, respond.
1: Absolutely. Absolutely. I was just basically, now maybe I did a poor job, but I was just trying to let people know that this is how I said to him. My guests may not feel this way. But, but, but I hope I didn't slant it like any other way. That's all I meant was, folks, again, thank you, Brother Ellis, for bringing it out. Those things I said, shared earlier, I don't know if Ellis will feel that way. And so we, that's the first thing we're going to do is ask them to define, thank you, Brother Ellis, again, what is the enemy, and how does he operate, uh, Brother John? I, that is that is a question that I want to put to to everybody first. So, Elder uh, it don't mind, don't matter that we brought it up now. So let's go ahead and go to the uh, pastor, uh, Chris, uh, I'll see Chris, all the way in Fort Worth, Texas, and uh, uh, Brother Sure, you can go first on that one, on this, on this, on that, on that response. Okay. Okay. Since so you brought it up, you can go first. All right, it, it makes sense because uh, I definitely don't wanna. And anyway, uh, what they call throw shade on them, because there's some brilliant people in in there always. And uh, they're going to have something to say tonight, I guarantee you. Who or what are the enemies of African Americans? And what should be done? Brother Ashley Chris, are you there? Erica 682 552. You there, sir? Good evening, gentlemen. Well, good what are evening, good, Pastor
4: Chris. Fred? Yeah, y'all doing all right? I'm glad to be here tonight. I'm not going to say I nothing mean, because uh, it's been a lot of talking going on. I'll just, just say hello and, you know, let the, let the show go forth. All right, all right.
1: All right. Yes, yes, yes. Now, I know Pastor Chris really have a, a mouthful as far as who the enemy is and how operates. is. I'm telling you, folks, we are diverse soldiers, but we'll let the past, we'll let the, our listeners uh uh, a glean for uh, each one of us. Okay, going back to the phone lines. Air code eight one seven three five zero. Pastor Malachi. Folks, I know everybody's in Texas it's only because we know each other. We used to have this Bible study group, and so I, I invite these brothers because they are—they know some things and they have some convictions about them. I don't just invite any old body, we, and not just because we boys and we real close. We're really not that close. Some of us. Uh, so just know that these are just brothers that live in the Texas area. That's what's in Texas, but every. All states and everywhere really is invited
5: to this conversation
1: Brother Malachi, Eric code 17350, you there sir
5: Greetings uh, from the lost found Israelites, Fort Worth, Texas Shalom, peace All right, brother Uh, What's good, Pastor
2: Malachi Shalom,
3: brother, Pastor Malachi Shalom, shalom
5: Okay,
1: folks, so everybody's in the house and you may hear Shalom this, Shalom that, a little here and there. That it's only because our people, uh again, brothers and sisters that are with the of the Bible have come to the realization that we are Israel and that's why you're here now brother Clark, John Clark, moderators in your hands.
2: Excellent, excellent. So <clears throat> um you know what? I initially intended to go ahead and comment on what you had already stated uh however knowing the disposition of several of the brothers that are on um the panel absolutely norm brother l what's good l
3: oh man it's all good good to hear you all
2: right all right um yeah kind of understanding the dispositions i think what i'm going to do is go ahead and let them give their input And then i'll step in at the end and kind of give my input Um, and obviously um, all persons on the panel uh, as you well know we as i stated earlier we hold those persons who press one and look to comment we hold them in high esteem and so to give us if for any reason we have to interrupt what it is that you may be saying to catch a question normally we'll wait to the end especially when we're at the beginning of the show we'll wait to the end of what you're saying but you know how we do with those questions we we like to get the comments and the and the uh, questions coming from the other persons on the show and other places uh in the US so with that being said brother L get at it
3: okay okay hey um first of all thanks you know very much for the opportunity to uh express these views uh we do not I know myself I don't take it lightly uh, to be able to speak to people in any degree or any capacity, and especially on behalf of the uh, Lord Jesus Christ, I call him Yahweh Shad is an honor, it's a privilege, and it's a great, great, awesome responsibility. Uh, so in saying that, that when Brother Seth called me about in regard to the title of the show, um, I cut off what I was doing for the day, I cut it short a couple of hours because I wanted to really take this thing from a biblical standpoint, and I didn't want to be caught up myself personally and just giving uh, my opinion. And I will say that we start this conversation somewhat at a handicap because um, when we speak in regards to the scriptures, when it was referring to enemies, and when even the Messiah, Christ, spoke in regards to the disciples and the apostles, we have to be very clear as to who they were speaking of in, in, in regard. And they were speaking, and they were speaking to Israel. Now, when I say that, we start off at a handicap because there are many people who are listening under the sound of my voice who have not come under the conviction that African Americans, as Seth titled in the show, are actually descendants of the Hebrews, the Israelites, of the scriptures, of that which you speak of. So in and already, we start out with misinformation, with confusion based upon misinformation that we've gotten over our sojourn here in America. Now, so let me go specifically from the scriptures. I'm not going to give any opinions. I'm going to give the scriptures, and then I'm going to turn it over to the other gentleman on the line because I know but stated they have many things to say on this regard, and I, as well as Seth, as well as your I respect and hold each and every one of you gentlemen in high regard. I do, look, I do as Paul instructed Timothy, Paul said, to consider what I say, pray, and the most high shall give you understanding. So I take that approach in all these regards. I'm one of those persons that no matter how much I know, I'm always seeking to learn more. Uh, so let's begin right here. We do have human enemies. And that is based upon what the scripture says, Matthew 5.43. You should have heard that it has been said, thou shalt love thy neighbor and hate thine enemy. Now, again, the contrast there is speaking in the regard of human relationships. It's not a celestial extent. It's not referring to Satan. Um, uh, But we also have a celestial enemy. Uh, Luke 10:19. Behold, I give unto you the power to tread upon serpents and upon scorpions, and over the, all the power of the enemy, and nothing shall by any means hurt you. That's a reference to to, to satanic beings and forces, and that's what Seth talked about when he made references to uh, in regard to demonic beings and taking authority over. And it's not just the power. Over it. When, had, when you when when we witness dynamite, uh, C4, those explosives, that is dunamis. But but in this regard in this passage you're speaking of as well as an authority because you and what we do what we miss out many times and our Christian paradigm is that we see this thing as simply a gospel, but we don't see it as the gospel of a kingdom. And a kingdom is made up of a government, and a government also has a military. No kingdom can exist without a without a military. But if that's the case, that it cannot defend any uh, any foreign aggressors that would come against them if it didn't have a military. Second Corinthians ten, for though we walk in the flesh. We do not war after the flesh. So that's why I say I agree with many things that Brother Stay said, It that we don't war after the flesh, even though we are living in the flesh. And what that means is that we walk in human bodies. Our bodies are simple. They're made of the dust of the ground. Uh, So in that regard, uh, also Ephesians said, for we wrestle not against flesh and blood, but against principalities, against powers, against the rulers of darkness of this world, against spiritual wickedness in high places. Again, that's the definition of celestial spirits, and they have degrees of influence, impact, and power. That's why one of the things that I was so upset about the presidency of Barack Obama is that when he legalized homosexuality, he gave illegal access to the demon, the perversion of homosexuality. Um, Moving right on. What's Christ's response to his enemies specifically in accordance to Yah's hymn? Uh, There's a scripture here. Matthew 26, and that uh, it says, now he that betray-, Matthew 26 verse 48, now he that betrayed him gave them a sign, saying, "Whomever I shall kiss, that same is he. Hold him fast. And forthwith he came to Jesus to him and said, Hail, Master, and kissed him. And Jesus said unto him, Friend, wherefore art thou come? Note, he called him a friend, but he knew he was a Judas, he was a betrayer all along. He knew that, that was his purpose there. In large, large, uh, uh, what, what was so famously referred to as the Lord's Supper, he said that one of you was going to betray me. He knew then who the betrayer was, but yet in this passage it says that he called him friend. And he said, and he said, and came forth and laid his hands on Jesus and took him. He behold, one of them, which was Jesus, stretched out his hand and drew his sword, that's speaking of Peter, and struck a servant of the high priest and smote off his ear. Then Jesus said unto him, Put up again the sword into his place, for all they that take the sword shall perish with the sword. There is a law right there. All those who take the sword shall perish with the sword. Thinkest thou that I cannot pray to my father, and he shall presently give me more than 12 legions of angels. But how then should the scriptures be fulfilled that it must be? And that same hour said Jesus to the multitudes, Are oh, you come out against a thief with swords and sides to take me? I said daily with you teaching in the temple, and you laid no hand on me. But all this was done that the scriptures of the prophets might be fulfilled. Then all the disciples forsook him and fled. Now in that same manner, after he had this conversation with him, with with, with, with the disciples, now we go down to Matthew twenty two. And this was literally when they are about to offer him up. And he said unto them, Matthew 22, verse 35, and he said unto them, when I sent you without purse and scrip and shoes, black you anything, and they said nothing. Then said he unto them, but now he that hath the purse, let him take it and likewise his scrip. And he that hath no sword, let him sell his garment and buy one. For I say unto you that it is written much yet be accomplished in me, and he was reckoned among the transgressors for the things concerning me have an end. And they said, Lord, behold, here are two swords, and he said unto them, it is enough. Now, I'm going to leave it at that. Two more points, I'll bring that up later on. But there's two significant points. If we do have human enemies, the scripture speaks specifically 264 times and the King James by with a reference to human enemies, not our celestial enemies, and uh, very pointedly brought out as far as demons. There is only one devil, but there are many demons. And the word Satan itself is the word for the aggressor. So literally there are people that you may encounter on a daily basis who could be considered Satan because it is a title that means, I mean, not aggressor, but adversary. Now, uh, notice, That when Christ, when Peter cut off the feet the soldier's ear, and Christ grabbed him and said, put the sword up, he told him, I have to die. This is my purpose. But this cause came I into the world. Because in doing so, then I will destroy the works of the devil and give you power and authority over the enemy. But I have to die. So this is not a time to fight. The scripture says there is a time and a season for all things, a time to laugh and a time to cry, a time to live and a time to die, a time for peace and a time for war. So with that said, gentlemen, I'll turn it over to you, but I want all that to be considered that we are looking at this from the orientation of scripture because Christianity looks at the scriptures that we're going to be discussing tonight from a metaphorical sense. We as a people of Israel understand that this is specificity because this is our history, and and and, and prophecy is a fourth utterance, a foretelling utterance of that which is to come, and that which is to come is now. We are living in those days,
2: brother L. Yes, Just as I had anticipated, that was a pointed 45-minute dissertation, and we have been blessed by it, brother. Uh, I can't wait <laughs> I was just kidding man that, No, all kidding aside man As always, you are um, I'll be glad to see When you come into whatever it is God has you come into Because that that was uh, An excellent rendering of In my opinion, the word enemy Throughout the scriptures um, yeah, Thank you brother Josh No doubt, no doubt um, I, I will absolutely comment on some of the things that you said as some of the things that Seth said, not that it's contrary to what you said, um, but let's go ahead and see if we can move to uh, Pastor Chris. Pastor Chris has already said he's going to be a man of few words this evening, letting his um, what he's already accomplished precede him, but we would like to get your input, even if it's just a p- few words, Pastor Chris. Would you like to yes, step sir. in and yes, give us some insight? <laughs>
1: If I can jump in there really, 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 if I can... Because I, 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 you know, I hear once in a while, oh, you guys talk so much, you know, you don't let your callers talk. So let's try to be a little fair. Ellis sure went went uh, roughly six minutes. Uh, Chris, you do have to go that long, but if you want to go six minutes, Pastor Chris, just know that. I'm not going to put a time on unless Brother John want me to. But I want everybody to be kind of equal tonight. Folks, y'all got to know we are trying, okay? So it ain't always going to be equal. I can tell you, some people are going to always be longer. And that's okay because that's their personality, like myself. Just know that, everybody, okay?
3: We are trying. Uh, and, and yeah, Seth, let's go ahead and do that. Seth, I, appreciate, I appreciate that myself because I estimated that my comments were going to actually be six minutes, and and you are right that it's only said that everybody else gets an opportunity to respond in regard. So uh, I didn't mean to interject, there moderator. I just wanted to uh, compliment Seth on his fairness.
2: You yes. are you yes. you all good, and you guys know that uh, a a respectful give and take is absolutely apropos for what it is that we do. Obviously, sometimes we get very passionate and zealous in our positions, and we look to um, go forward in our position at the expense of someone else's time or their position and again That's when I'll try and stop it, step in and put a stop to that and keep it equitable. But um, at the end of the day There's a lot of persons who have a lot that needs to be said and as pastor Chris stated he Was gonna be a man a few words, but at with even with that in place Let's go ahead and set that timer for six minutes for, uh, pastor Chris, apostle Malachi, okay. myself, and you brother Seth. Uh, and if we do not utilize that whole time, then great. If you do, then we'll hear the, 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 the we will go off. Pastor pastor. We'll, do.
4: Well, well, you know why, you know, why, uh, first of all, I let me show, I, I really enjoyed that, bro. You hit it right on the head. You hit it right on the head, but I'm, you, I'm sir. sitting here in front of the computer. You're welcome. Um, and they say the word, uh, the word enemies is used 277 times in the Bible. And I just kind of pulled up, look like Deuteronomy had the most, but I'm just going to read a few things from, you know, just short verses, uh, Deuteronomy one and 42, but the Lord said to me, tell them, do not go up and fight because I would, I will not be with you. You will be defeated by your enemy. Uh, um, and then uh, Deuteronomy 20, verse 1, when you go to war against your enemies and see horses and chariots and an army greater than yours, do not be afraid of them. Now, my, my only question is, is that obviously the Bible is talking about the children of Israel had enemies. At one time in Judges, it was the Philistines, you know, they, they, the Babylonians, the Assyrians. So as a people, we do, all people have enemies. But as a Hebrew Israelite, we all we have enemies, and you know we have yes we do have spiritual and we do have spiritual enemies, but we also have physical enemies. And I, I just don't think you can say your enemies are are very on the on the spiritual realm. We have we have enemies on the spiritual realm as well as the physical
2: realm, and that's all I wanted to say. Very well, very well. Um... Pastor Malachi, uh, Apostle Malachi, would you like to go ahead and um, give us some words
1: uh, in relation to I the may, enemies if I of may, Israel? If I may, moderator, speaking of time, speaking yes. of time, uh, Pastor Chris only went a minute. The question was, who is the enemy and how do they operate? I don't know. I think y'all should sure hit a little bit, but I think he probably want to hit that more later. But uh, I don't know if you want to add that on or just come back and we do how, how they operate later. It's up to you, uh, moderator. Well,
2: well, I say let each person uh, freestyle whatever it is that's on their heart, and if all they discuss is the the portion that pertains to the enemy, or even if they discuss the portion of the operation of the enemy, be it specific or in general, we, we can go ahead and do that at this point in time. We're at the beginning of the show, and uh, we can make a second round if somebody wants to go ahead and drill down further.
1: Again, the question was uh, uh, Where's the enemy and how are they operating That's because you did it for one minute You have another four minutes left If you want to pass the mic on to Brother uh, Pastor uh, Malachi There's no problem, you hear Brother John Oh, you can pass it on
2: Very okay. well, very well uh, Apostle Malachi Balls in your court oh, Speak oh, to uh, Shalom uh,
5: uh, the question The topic of this show Is uh, Who is the greatest Enemy of the So called Negro It's it,
1: it who or what are the enemies Of okay. African Americans And what should be done Who or what are the enemies Of African Americans and what should be done
5: Who are what Okay Okay uh, the enemy is uh uh the marcus garvey the uh late honorable most honorable marcus garvey said that the that the uh the greatest enemy of the negro is uh the jealousy covetousness, and the envy that he has towards himself and others of his own race uh or ethnicity. Uh Marcus Garvey made that statement, you can pull it up online. Uh and of course, spiritually, even physically, our celestial enemy is is Satan. I believe the word Satan in Hebrew is means enemy. Correct me if I'm wrong. Uh and, yes, of course, the so-called white man is our enemy as well. So um, we have like an uh, enemy on, on three fronts. Three, three fronts, excuse me. Uh, Satan, our spiritual enemy, uh, ourselves as a people, the jealousy and the envy that we have among ourselves as a people. Uh,
1: Sorry, sorry. pastor yeah, Chris. That was our pastor, Chris. So I apologize. I still had that time ago, and I'll do three, uh, three minutes on you, but, uh, but Pastor Malachi.
5: Okay. Uh, uh, since
1: I interrupt and, you for that, let me just say this: I do want to know what you mean by white people. You mean all of them, or not? Just quickly, interruption there.
5: Well, the so-called white people who uh, who push that ideology of white supremacy. Uh, including those who benefit from white supremacy and refuse to uh, make reparations to set things right that their forefathers did, uh, because whether or not they participated in it or not, they're nevertheless benefiting off of it. Uh, now, what must we do? What must we do? Well, in the words of the uh, late, most honorable Marcus Garvey, who I consider to be a social prophet, uh we must organize ourselves, do for self, build for self on a uh, on a mass level, and, and we need. Do we need to do what the scriptures teach us? That uh, the prayer of Solomon, which said that if we should uh, bethink ourselves uh, and to repent and turn towards the Most High. Uh, you know, we should uh, get ourselves together and uh do for self, you know, that's that's that right there is the solution right now. Thank you.
2: Very well. Very well.
5: Yeah,
2: okay. <laughs> uh Brother Seth, did you want to jump in and and, and, no, no, and time, any of the foregoing comments? Excellent. Um, <clears throat> I I think that it is established in my opinion that the enemy can be uh, a celestial enemy or um, a, an enemy amongst us as a human. And while it would take too much time for me to really try and explain this particular type and shadow, the, we all know that in Corinthians it explains to us that the persons of the Old Testament, they were placed there as an example for us. For us to look back at them and gain understanding as to what was going on, and so when you have the Joshua leading the Israelites into the Promised Land, he comes across an individual and he asks him, "Hey, are you for us or are you for our enemies?" And he says, "No, I'm the captain of the host." And Joshua immediately drops down and begins to worship him. He not only receives that worship of Joshua, but he tells Joshua, drop your shoes off because where you stand in this holy ground. This is none other than our Messiah who was not incarnate. He was the captain of the host. What was he doing? He was leading the Israelites against all of those in Canaan land. Those in Canaan land were the enemies of Israel because they knew that. Israel was coming out of Egypt they conquered oh shut. Sure. I was just getting out this is getting lathered up what happened we good <laughs> brother Seth all right I'm say otherwise. that's all good it's all good but my point my point is this they they met before they even got over the Jordan they were dealing with the two kings on the east side of the Jordan Who uh, uh, attacked them When they were just simply trying to pass through They put foot to He rode (laughs) into Jerusalem on an ass So he put foot to it and, (laughs) and, And they gained those lands Even before they crossed over the Jordan So once they crossed over the Jordan They, for all intents and purposes Subdued all of those nations However, the Most High tells them that he would not rid them of all of those nations because he wanted them to know how to war. And that really is important to understand because that really pulls together what Brother Seth started out with, those celestial enemies and the actual enemies. In the same way, in Romans 7, it talks about there is a war that goes on in my in my flesh that war is the same war that they were dealing with it was a type and a shadow and for those who cannot receive that i apologize but i'm gonna kick this like i'm gonna kick it it's letting you know that at times when israel was not doing what the most high told him to do and they were standing in a state of apostasy he would ri- he would bring these other uh in- enemy nations to rise up against israel And so, yes, it was actual people, but it was giving you insight into the spiritual realm that this is how they operate. They cannot do anything in and of themselves. As a matter of fact, I actually pulled up Daniel 4, where King Nebuchadnezzar, after running around like a beast in the field for seven years, I think it was, he comes to his senses and he tells us his dominion, speaking of the Most High, is an etern- eternal dominion. His kingdom endures from generation to generation. All the peoples of the earth are regarded as nothing. He does as he pleases with the powers of heaven and the peoples of earth. That is letting you know whatever's taking place in the heavenlies, I got it, says the Most High. Whatever's going on with the people of the earth, I got it. Is the time up, upset?
1: No, i just saying that's powerful. Go ahead, but that's
2: good. Oh, so there's nothing that's taken place without the hand and the, and the understanding and the ability to go forth of the Most High God. Lastly, I'll take you to Isaiah 10. O Assyrian, it starts out in verse 5. O Assyrian, the rod of mine anger. He's calling the Assyrian the rod of his anger and the staff in their hand is my indignation. I will send him against a hypocritical nation. Well, who could that be? Israel? And against the people of my wrath will I give him a charge to take the spoil and to take the prey and to tread them down like the, the mire of the streets. How be, how be it he meaneth not so, neither does his heart think so. The Assyrians, the Assyrians basically say, I'm like, oh, I got this. I am doing this. But in his heart, to destroy and cut off nations, not a few. For he saith, are not my princes altogether kings? Is not Calno as Karchemesh? Is not Hamath as Arpad? Is not Samaria as Damascus? He's puffing himself up with pride. I'm going to jump down here. Well, matter of fact, for those who care, you read that, and he's going to let you know, does the axe swing itself? Does the saw shake itself? No, the most high swings that axe, that Assyrian, that Babylonian, that person of Western culture that oppresses us today, and yes, they are our enemies. I stand opposed, respectfully so, with Brother Malachi saying that it's white people. No, nah, of course not, it's not white people. A lot of them are just as deceived as black people. However, the upper echelons of power and authority and rulership they know exactly what they're doing. They, they're, they're all in. There's a reason why there were tares sold amongst the wheat. There's a reason why there were sheep and goats because there are people who have given themselves over to those celestial spirits. They accept that white supremacy and they oppress with that white supremacy. They live a very good life based on that white supremacy, but math will not be mocked. That equal sign will balance out. And that's called the day of the Lord You will find that in Revelations 11 When that last trump sounds It is on And with that being said I will pass this on to Brother Simon.
1: Powerful. Well yes I appreciate that And uh, I just want to uh, uh, Ask some questions I want a point question to Brother Elishua And a point a question to uh, Brother Malachi And that is uh, When you say brother, uh, 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 and, and I'm going to try to I'm gonna try to. Now that we did the opening, opening, uh, opening. Um, I don't know what to say. Uh, a little intro, intro there. I recommend we go to three minutes a person, so we can just have go back and forth, back and forth, back and forth like that. So you know what I'm saying? Is, is everybody no doubt. With that? that's just me. Uh, you are the moderator. Really, that's just. I'm just suggesting. No, it that's. Let's do it really like that. that's it. I'm with it. Okay. Let's do it I put like myself on a three minute time. It's starting right now. So my question is going to go to. I do have a question, for brother. Um, Malachi, and brother Elishur. Well brother Elashur, when you say it's people, what people describe them? That's number one, brother Malachi. When you say it's white people, is it all white people? And if it's if it and, and black people put in the same category? And if so, why do you no. say white people? Why do you say black people at the beginning?
5: No, no, no. no. I didn't. I wasn't implying all white people. I was just. I was implying. I, I think I said. I think I said those who push the white supremacist ideology.
1: Those are okay, uh, the ones. Got you, got you, got you. I
5: I'm, I'm can, can Black
1: people are Indian being the same. Uh, and again, I'm commenting here with my three minutes, so y'all make it quickly, because I, I really I've got a timer going, and I ain't talking the whole three minutes. Just know the note that John, but really quickly, brother Malachi, uh, brother Malachi, uh, are black people under there, that i of the enemy.
5: Um, uh black people under the umbrella of enemy
0: Uh,
5: well i think i've started off first saying that quoting the late honorable marcus Mosiah garvey
1: okay the greatest we are our greatest enemy we are our
5: greatest enemy even greater than the so-called white white uh, supremacist and and even greater than the celestial enemy uh, satan Yes. Okay.
1: All right. Then that took you about a minute, so I'll, I'll, I'll take another. I'll go another about another three minutes here. So let me just say this, to everybody, uh, 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 and everybody, please listen to everybody, because we got different angles, different experiences, and there's going to be some people. But, so just because I formed a positive thought network, don't mean I'm right. I think I am, but it don't mean I am. And you have to do your homework and ask the Father, who is the enemy. And how does he operate, and what am I to do about it? We're gonna give you some solutions as far as what we have done in our own personal life. Speaking of our own personal life, I just want to say this really quickly. And don't forget, Elisha. When I get done, Elisha, if you could answer, uh, and it'll be a part of your minutes, just to make it quick, a quick response. Then you can do a fresh three minutes on your part. In the fairness to you, again, brother Elisha. When I'm done in about a minute, if like 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 Pastor Malachi just did, answer. Are you talking about all uh, what people? Describe them. We say people can be your enemy. Because uh, the, the, the reason I put on the show, everybody, really quickly, is I just I, I, just, I, I feel so strongly about african Americans all over Facebook, social media, and even the in out of social media, media, looking at this white man as though he is the enemy, and everybody else has talked about the enemy, the enemy. Every one of them, every one of the guests that's on tonight, or one, the, every one of the co-hosts that has spoke, when they talked about the enemy. They always mention something they thought or believed that was not right Everyone they may have been saved, but all of the enemies that's mentioned, like when Israel's enemy why is it an enemy because they didn't believe in the Father, ignorance or they believe another God, deception or ignorance or lies, and that's the mention the enemy. I promise you every one of them believes in a foreign God or they believe different. Look at uh, Brother brother, brother. mark. I just said, what Garvey said, jealousy. Jealousy is based upon deception, ignorance, either all law, wrong information, lies, partial information, deception, or ignorance, no information. You show me the enemy, I'll show you one of those three operating. And then when sin comes along, because it's all for the will of man. It's all, you push those three things on them, lies, deception, ignorance, to get them to bend their will a certain way. And once man, this God, if you will, small g, under God, of course nowhere near Yah all or the Almighty, but once he's with his will, deny the father access in their life or, did, or accept his access, that's when you see the power of the father. So these folks that have been deceived not to believe in the father, the reason that they're the enemy is because they're against the father. It's information driven. He's not gonna ever show me where somebody had the truth, was preaching the truth. The nation was living the truth, and the fathers are the enemy. Okay, what color they are? So what do you do when white people come along and they're filling the truth for the most part? They're saying things like, "No, since the story's going through with the black man, Mendo Leaky." Civilization civilization started with the white, with the black man. In that particular area, in that particular conversation, he is not the enemy. What are you going to do when when white people say, you know, white supremacy is real? White privilege, all these white people go around speaking out against white supremacy. Are they perfect? No. Do I trust them? No. But in that area, they're not the enemy. Now, if you turn around and you say something other area, they may be the enemy. But what do you think of black people? One minute, they yell, my brother, what's up, what's up? Step on their shoot they shoot you. Okay, they got some, some information in their head. That's not right. They can be an enemy in certain areas. So we go in and out of this thing with the enemy. Even people on the line. One minute, we can be in one area, and we sign so, so, turn a corner, and we become enemies in a certain <laughs> way. So anyway, uh, that's, my, that's my little two cents uh, on that for now.
2: Okay, open mic. Anyone wants to comment?
1: Don't forget well, L, I yeah. want him to answer. L, I want him to answer and then yeah. he got a fresh three minutes too.
2: Very good.
3: Um I'll put my answer just add for add another minute because I'll put it in my response. And this is this that um first of all John, what you stated in regard to the captain of the host, something that you might find enlightening is in Exodus twenty two and, and twenty three and twenty. When the Most High is speaking to Moses through the people, when he's saying that he will send his angels before them to keep the way and the way and to bring thee into the place which he has prepared for them. And it says, Beware of him and obey his voice. Provoke him not, for he will not pardon your transgressions, for my name is in him. But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thine enemies and an adversary unto thine adversaries. So this is a scripture that I think is kind of interesting in light of what you have stated, um, Brother John. I mean, well, uh, well, okay, brother, Seth, uh, brother Seth. the like, scripture, went, said, brother? That was interesting. What scripture you just quoted? That was interesting. Exodus, Exodus twenty three and twenty through twenty three. Exodus
1: twenty three. Yeah, Exodus chapter twenty three, verses twenty
3: through
1: twenty
3: three. Okay, go right here. Okay, now. Um, now, what Brother Malachi stated in regards to what is our enemy Those are not really our enemies Those are symptoms of the victimization of the oppression that we have occurred from our enemies. Now the Bible is very specific It says that um, that you shall be taken captive And that all these things that are listed and detailed in Deuteronomy 28 Will take place in the land of your enemies now, see what we think. We are all, all this, this conversation. Except, except some of the things that you stated talks about a lot of things in terms of enemies. But now, if we're thinking in terms of from a kingdom perspective, when it says the land of the enemies, that means just like as Brother John stated about the particular, particular nations that the Most High used to rise up and come against Israel when Israel was in rebellion. Okay, so that those were the enemies. Well, that, those, that's a nation in our kingdom. And a nation in the kingdom has a government. And there is an apparatus that promotes the agenda of said government. And that is manifested in education, entertainment, media, politics, policy. So, in regard to who is our enemy, we are in the land of our enemies. So, therefore, their government is indeed based upon. This regard with scripture is stating in the land of the enemy, in the nation of your enemy, it is promoted by a government. Then that becomes our enemy. Are all white people our enemy? No, it's just the reverse of slavery. The reason why I can make selected black people, one of the reasons why I it was convenient is because when you bring black people into a nation occupied and populated by Europeans who are white, it's easy to identify the black people. And vice versa. So then what happens is that we have to be sure that in regard to what you were stating and what your concern is, Seth, is that we don't get into stereotyping white people because in doing so, then we begin to profile it. But there's a great likability that in terms of promoting the power of the government that is oppressive of our existence, and that's why it's also important that we know what it means to be an enemy. And this is the biblical definition taken out of the, from the Greek, hated,
1: odious. Hold hated. on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on, because cause he started, like, we'll give you another minute, brother. Because uh, he started, uh, moderator, we're going to give him another minute because he did, okay? Point, point
2: taken. All
3: right. Okay. All right, go ahead. Hated, hated, odious, hateful, hostile, hating, opposing another. Use of men as an intimacy with God by their sin, opposing in the mind, a man that is hostile, a certain hostile enemy. Now, that's the biblical definition. It's not mine. Okay? I, I didn't paraphrase it. I gave you exactly as I read it. So what it says as I said, is that we are in the land of our enemies. The land of our enemies is governed by a government. That government has an agenda. And we know that that agenda be the white supremacy since is birth to its existence. And that government has also in order and set up an apparatus that promotes the agenda of said government, of the land of our enemies. So in that statement so that the people who promote that on a great lack of probability more so than those people of color are indeed white people. So my point is that in understanding and knowing that point, we must realize that we don't stereotype white people and say all white people are the same. Because in doing so, we are now being profiling white people the same way police profile black people. But they profile us based upon the victimization of our oppression from white supremacy. We are profiling them based upon the fact of Scripture
1: good point good point and a good time too I got a, I got a quick little uh a, a comment on the script you said I'm going to jump in and jump out because everybody's doing their little three minutes and this is just a response to you so I'm going to try to make it less than 30. I appreciate how we all getting along tonight quiet lines. Hopefully everybody's listening. We've got a phone line full of people. I do mean that. And uh, first all, if you have a question or comment, press 1 while I'm strolling through. If you're in the chat room, you got a question or comment, go ahead and put question marks before and after your question. But I appreciate the quiet line. My goodness, mm-hmm. so keep it going, brothers. All right. The scripture you mentioned, uh, Exodus 23 and 22, it says this, but if thou shalt indeed obey his Okay, see, Brother Ellis, you did. I gave... Hold on, hold on. Okay. It says, "But if thou shalt indeed obey his voice and do all that I speak, then I will be an enemy unto thine enemies and an adversary unto thine adversary." The word adversary, adversary, mean adverse to go to do different to go in a different way. When the fathers say or uh, when the scriptures talks about him being an adversary to the adversary, I believe that whereas we stand for righteousness and anything that come against that teaching, any lies, deception, or ignorance, uh, is going to be our enemy. To be our enemy in their heads, we are the enemy because we stand for something different, and that's what it means by an enemy. Again, again, you can't run away from this information-driven. Uh, again, uh, I just don't. I just have to only say that, even in this scripture, we are in. He's saying. A, a good person is going to be an enemy to the wicked because against uh, we're against what they believe. If, I'm kind of wrestling with this thing, but I think y'all feel me. So I understand what Elijah is saying. We are in the land where are our enemies. I believe that, but I think when I look around and I look at who the enemy is and what they're doing to us, I promise, brothers, and one day I'm going to show this. Everything you say, white people is doing, and they are doing it, and they are. Vicious on us. Oh my goodness! But that same lie, that deception and that ignorance—I kid you not—is in our own people, and they are acting out. We are killing each other the most. Now we're most of our pain comes from people. One more thing. One more thing. Most one of our mo- pain. Most of our pain comes from us. I say. I, one more thing. I, I was looking at lynch, and I was saying, because well, I, I argued with myself. I said, well, Seth, if your theory is right, when do black people lynch black people? When do black people lynch black people, Seth? Ain't no black people that did that. Ain't no black people that fed no babies, and no alligators. Seth, if your theory is right, you should be able to find that. Folks, so I not you listen to me. When they was lynching us, there were black people saying, "Well, yeah, you should' have went down here and, you know, and they they they, they were talking like you know, we, we, I, you you know but it's like when people get shot by the police. We victimize the victim. there is not a lot of value in love for us, and remember this, I do think the philosophy of white supremacy is born from satan's mind. It's not some a a willingness created he didn't create that. he may have failed his doctrine he didn't create that he created that under the Influence of evil, and I can prove that. One more, last thing I would say is: look at Rwanda. No white people is around, but the philosophy of white supremacy was there by the colon, colon colonizers, and they and they talk about the Hutus, Hutus and the Tutsis. That was the source of the. I'm saying, it's white man; it's the philosophy. That's all I can
5: say. Today. I wanna, I wanna comment on that too as well, uh, John. Please go ahead. Oh, I thought Ella Shul was next to comment on that first.
2: Uh, oh, I, I missed that. L, did you have something to to respond? Yeah, I wanted uh, to say.
3: Okay, my mistake. Just, yeah, in regard to what Brother said, the statement is that mm. we're actually asking two different. And sometimes we're on two different planes because we're talking about what motivates people to become an enemy. Yet we're trying to define what is it, what isn't an enemy, and who is the enemy. And by the definition, I don't know if we followed that line of thinking because when we talk about, remember, the black brother who takes an AK, drives by a black household and riddles it with bullets and kills everyone in that household is a victim of white supremacy. He thinks he his in other words, it's like what Michael Moore said. And what, what, uh, and, and, and what, and, uh, what Lewis Farrakhan said, God made man. White folks made niggas. True. We must never forget that. Because of, and, and that's what I mean by that. When we talk about the land of our enemies, we're talking about the power of a nation. And that power of that nation is opposed. It is an adversary to us. It's adversarial, adversarial to our existence. And so, as I stated, that comes with an apparatus that is promoted through the media. That's why come the media presents the black man as the beast, as the endangered species of North American society, because we are his enemy. He is our enemy. He hates us. You heard what the scripture definition is it's odious, it's hate. That's what defines it. Now, am I saying that all white people follow in that same line of thinking? I would say this. If you do not consciously resist it, you are a part of it, as well as black people, those same victimized black people who are the victimization of white supremacy. Because white supremacy is a power. It's not just an ideology. It is a power that makes its presence imposed on every facet of American society. And the reason for its existence primarily if you look at the spiritual connections we're talking about, principality, spiritual wickedness in high places, is for our destruction, Israel's destruction, to wipe our memory off the face of the planet. So that's all your spiritual connection, And then we saw, and what we're talking about is the physical operation of that spiritual, that spiritual opposition that is coming against us. And that's why we have principalities, angels like Michael's that go before us and fight. Last point, when you state at this point, and I, can clearly, and I can clearly agree with you, wholeheartedly, and that is this. It talks about the, a tribe of Israel called the children of Issachar. It says they knew the times, they knew the seasons, and they knew what Israel ought to do. And nobody should be on this line if we don't have a color, grasp, and understanding of that, or else we're irrelevant and we're speaking according to traditions of times past. And that is this. Are we to take up arms? No, absolutely not. Because even spiritual, because I, at one point I wanted to show you where Christ said that we're to bless those and not curse those who are enemies. But yet we find the apostle Paul when there was this sorcerer who was coming against him and Paul called him an enemy and then Paul cursed him. So there's a time and a season for everything. And at this time, Literally, if we took up a war in a fight against the nation of the government power of North America, we would lose. Why? Because we are out of the will of God. It is the as you have stated, it is God who has empowered these people to come against us. Because God has used them as our willing deal. And until his appointed time, if we lift the finger, all we can act upon is mercy. Because we are not acting in accordance with his law. I heard the timer, so I stopped. Good point.
2: Miraculous, miraculous, L. You, you've come a long way, bro. <laughs> I couldn't help it, L. My bad, Apostle, Apostle Malachi. By all means, uh, you wanted to uh, get a comment in. I had to take a dig at L. That's my. For anybody who don't know, I talk to L almost every day about whatever the case may be. Uh, I really have a right to talk about him on this show, okay? So, so we 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 squad. Don't y'all worry about that. Uh, Pastor Malachi,
3: a friend that's sticks closer than a brother.
2: There you have it. You yes, Pastor, um, uh,
3: Pastor Malachi.
5: Yes. Okay. Go ahead. Yes. Can y'all hear me? Okay. Um. Uh, I was I was listening to Brother Seth. Uh. The reason why Our people are doing what they're doing Is because Of the Intended Purpose Of white supremacy Ideology Which Has the effect of Keeping us uh, Divided Conquered And To have self-hatred towards one another. That's the intended purpose of white supremacy ideology. Okay. So it's doing what it's supposed to do. Mm-hmm. Um, but when when like one nation goes to war with another nation, they're not so focused on the symptoms. They are determined to defeat the enemy. Whether it's spiritual or physical They are determined To defeat their enemy So I say all this to say that uh, uh, When I say that The so called white man Who pushes The white supremacy ideology Is our enemy I'm speaking Not on the individual level From one individual to another individual But One ethnic group uh, oppressed by another ethnic group. Mm -hmm. At this particular time, Mm -hmm. as an ethnic group, we oppress ourselves because of the white uh, supremacy ideology that we have been brainwashed with. That's
2: right.
5: But but it's that other ethnic group. Not all of them, but it's that other ethnic group still that not all of them that is oppressing us and. Because that is happening, they are our enemy in the sense of uh, 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 one ethnic group being oppressed by another ethnic group.
2: Thank you.
1: Can I have a question? Can I interject here for less than, less than a minute? Go ahead, man. bro, sir. Okay. Here's the concern I have, and one reason I want to do this show, because we keep playing around, not us, not here, but... Uh, I just think we're floating around with this. We, we don't make it clear. We'll say not all, but we'll say white people. And we never ever say black people. Mostly we, I, I'm hearing a lot of people say white white, white, white. They never say black. Then when I say, well, you, they, when, I, when I talk up, then they say, well, you know what I mean. No, I don't know what you mean. I know what you mean, but I think I don't know what you mean a uh, 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 But what I'm trying to say is this. I agree with so, I
3: agree uh, 100%. 100% black people. Who have become under the who have come under the victimization of the ideology of the white people of, of white supremacy of, of, of white supremacy to where they have consciously embraced it, they do become our enemy because they work against us just as much hard and with just as much fear and intensity as a white man who comes under that same ideology.
1: So yes, yes, yes. And, and, and and furthermore, what I'm saying is just check this out I promise y'all I'm gonna do a show one day and I'm gonna beg y'all to come on. I want everybody I want to do this show and I guarantee you your parents your parents missionaries with your church wearing the white stockings will have done more you this is what I told a white guy on the phone the other day. I told him his people are deceptive and they're liars about white supremacy. They're liars. They know better. You can't be a white supremacist if you know you are telling a lie. If you say you're superior, nigger who's this, nigga who's that, and you know in the back of your mind it's a truth, that's not a white supremacist. That's a deceiver and a liar. I say your people, some of them, is liars and deceivers. They know better. But I'm going to tell you the true white supremacists. White supremacists are people that buy the philosophy, that believe it. And that oozes it out, and that speaking and say it to your kids, and shake his nose, and do all kind of behavior. We are the real white supremacists. I promise you. And I ain't hating on no on our people. This ain't no self-hate. Listen to what I'm saying, white people. That speed out. There are some white people that are bona white people. There's some ignorant. Why power, why power? The miracles, they ignorant. They they're some uneducated from West Virginia, all of them ignorant people. Them some low class, no 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 disrespect to nobody. But they're not educated. How can disrespect are, to nobody? <laughs> well I don't mean I don't what I'm trying to say is you white, to white, people of people, white people that are real white people man. Well, when I say, well, okay, you're right, my bad. Thank you, thank you. I'm saying you know how poverty is real high in West Virginia. There's a lot of white supremacists there. And a lot, of those young, a lot of those young white kids, they are just ignorant. They don't know who they are. They don't know history. They, don't, they only have an education. So that's why it's a breeding ground for white supremacy. But those whites that want the education, they went to school, and they know that the world is 90% non-white, and they know about the uh, uh, certain black dynasties and all that, they're not ignorant. Those people are not ignorant. They know about they are liars. Liars. And God is going to deal with them. They're deceivers. They know the truth. I've talked to them. We, we built America. You know no, you ain't built no America. How you going to be out there They'd be doing all the work those slaves did? We built America. They're just saying that. The true people that are the white supremacists are arguing court. Is black people minorities because they don't know how white people live behind those closed doors? They don't know how white people really think. They don't know how white people are really insecure with their money. They don't know how white people really idolize us. Like El Shere said one day, he was in his apartment and it's real nice apartment in downtown. And his wife was giving a hard time, and he was just kept on to my man. I I passed by my, my my window. I think he was saying somebody was looking in the window. He said, "Man, they they idolize us." They so he can idolize off some words he said. And like I said, it's a truth. I thought about that. How do you think I said anything about you you know, I thought that to myself. But after I gotta begin to understand that he's right. They have secret worship us. There's they, an the envy they have because how your skin's so beautiful and how y'all run so, and how you're able to jump. They think about how they can't jump. They think about why they so physically their ailments and their sickness. They know about the strong black babies. They know. Those are not white supremacists. Those liars and deceivers. And it's millions of them. White supremacists, on the other hand, they always say white power, white power, but it's us. We think we make comments like this. Like some sister told me one time, Atlanta's too black. Where you get that from? Atlanta's too black. So I guess Africa is a, a failure. Uh oh. She said, why it, same woman, same girl I used to date. She said, why this ain't never done unto me? You live in America to make that kind of statement? That's a sick person. Shaping your nose, elders. I'm talking about old black people. Some of the stuff they do and say. That stuff is sick, man. So that's what I'm saying. What do y'all talk about the enemy? The enemy is white supremacy, and we're the land where it's prominent in whites and in blacks. I'm done.
3: Uh, Brother Seth, All right. you, what you stated as complicit, this is one of the things that you just stated. Whites, I, I, I hate, I mean, no, I'm sorry. Let me reword this. It. Sometimes it's confusing when we associate <clears throat> what we have termed as white supremacist groups when actually, what we can saw concern them as violent white supremacist groups. When we talk about Ku Klux Klan, what they are is they're violent white supremacists. They're terrorist groups is what they are. But white supremacy is something that is embraced because white supremacy is a system, and it is a system that is the system and the agenda of the government. And because the government is that which is the the guardian of that system. And what happens is you say that once they I I I I can't exactly remember how you stated it, is that when um, they buy into the system, it's not about buy-in. It's about submission. See, the fact of the matter is that because it's a system, each and every one of us on on this radio station, under the sound of my voice, everybody on the panel, is to a degree subject to this white supremacist system. That's just the reality, because it is a system. (coughs) And and what happens is that this is what, but this is where it takes the curve, is that once submission has taken place, the next unavoidable step is a simulation. And when those who simulate, what they do is, if you've ever been convicted of a crime and there were people with you or people who benefited from your crime, what the what what the law says is that you were complicit in that act, because you benefited from it. So in that regard, we have to see these things clear. When these people begin to assimilate, black people as well, that's why when you have a conversation, you're disagreeing on so many points because you know why? You're talking with a person who has a mind that's been programmed by your enemy. So we have to understand that. Now, I have white people that I know, white people that I love, and I'm talking about my personal relationships. I can't speak to every white person out there. I don't know every and every person. But I can talk about those who I have encounter relationships, and I deal with them truthfully and honestly and upright. But when I see that system manifest itself, if that demon is, manifest, is the one that's motivating, I let them and that demon know, wait a minute. You need to check yourself, because I will not submit to that system. You will not intimidate me. And I want that understood. And I do that without you, whether you're a police officer, a judge, a janitor, a landlord. Because I will not let white supremacy rob me of my dignity to be a man. And that's what the system does through the simulation. And then when people become complicit in it, these people will, like this judge, they will the situation happened in Dallas, but they will send people to jail, and we have nerve enough not to say that they are an enemy. They are our enemy. We have to know what an enemy is. And, and as far as what motivates them, that's really not always our concern. We have to take authority. Our enemy is what motivates our enemy. We, The day. What I is, like I said, whether they be black or white, if you're subject to the system, and then you begin to promote the system, and then what happens is that it's inevitable that you're going to begin to oppress people once you assimilate into the system. You have become an enemy to Israel. Yes, you
1: are because that's. Well, 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 real quickly, because I, I think we got a hand that went up. But well, really quickly, Alicia, about about to thing in a while, but listen. Um, I apologize, because I was just thinking about the fact that you had not spoken. I do apologize. Please. <laughs> we're just trying to, and that's good. We 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 trying to, nice folks. But listen, really good I'm, thing, I'm enjoying. I, I like what you just said.
4: I'm, I'm enjoying. I'm enjoying the conversation, brother.
1: <laughs> well, I appreciate. That it was a good spirit. But, <laughs> brother Ellis, here, I, I like what you're saying. If, if you want to say the system of white supremacy, and then that black judge was in it, I I'm, I'm a thousand percent for that. Okay, I just when you say white people, this is how I think. Either white no, people I, are white our enemy.
0: Hold on, hold on, I don't get out. Let's let's a minute, real
3: quick, 15 seconds, 15 seconds. let be clear. I never stated that white people are our enemy, and I said that when we when we stereotype and say all white people are our enemy, I clearly and explicitly say that when we're doing that, we're profiling them.
1: You did. That's you did. In your, in your defense, you're right. But I guess what I'm saying is I'm hearing this so much, and that's pump this show, not so much you. But you're right. And I love what you're saying about the white supremacist system, and then blacks buy into it, and they become our enemy. I love that. See, this is what, how I look at it it's either black people are our enemies, or white people. It's the throws that want to play people game. If white people are our enemy, it's all of them. Quit playing around with it. And if they all are our enemy, I said this at one of our Bible studies. And, yes, I'm online, yes, it's social media, the government might be listening, but I'm going to tell you, this is what I said, and everybody went, oh, no, brother, don't do that. <laughs> pastor, uh, What's the what's the pastor that passed uh, Reverend Chris? They, they used to come there, the 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 busy one in the community, older guy.
4: Reverend Franklin.
1: Reverend Franklin, I, I tell you about cause with the white right man, the white right man, I felt like he was too much on on the right man, I said, well, if y'all really believe the right man is our enemy, if you really believe that it's just that simple. They're the enemy. They're evil. They can't be saved. It's really simple what to
3: do. We should kill them. No, that's not true, man. Hold on, enemy, on,
1: hold
3: let
1: on, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me
3: finish hold and up. let me get out the
1: way I feel it, okay? I am drop serious let me get this out this is what said talking these comments are not bad about guess okay hear me out i'm not playing with this i'm not trying to be tougher than anybody I promise to God God is my witness over my mother's grave if white people are the
2: Apostle Malachi, let's just confirm. I believe uh, Pastor Chris was going to say something. I'm not sure, Pastor Chris. You can confirm if that's the case. If if so, please speak. If not, um, Apostle Malachi, will grab that question, then we'll come to you.
4: Yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah. You can go to Malachi.
2: Okay. Well, actually, what we're going to do is we're going to grab the question, and then we're going to go to Apostle Malachi, unless Apostle Malachi, unless your your comment or question is very succinct and to the point. Uh, we'll take it now. Or, or would you want to elaborate on it after the question that's, uh, uh, call, that's the call in?
5: No, go ahead and answer the call in first.
2: Thank you. Very well. Let's go ahead and get that caller and find out where okay. they're calling from.
1: Okay. All right. Let's go to the phone line. So we have a question or a comment, uh, error code 817484. Uh, go to... ahead. Hold on. There's noise there. I don't know if that's
6: the um, call. Yeah.
1: Hold on. I just muted them and the noise stop. Okay, let's go back to the caller. Some noise, maybe was there, maybe not. But let's go back to the open the phone back up. Eric 817 one seven four eight four. Go ahead with your question, or comment. We'd love to know your name and city, please.
6: Um, this is um Dan Wise, Fort Worth, Texas. And Brother I, Dan, I
3: good? Li- uh, hey, I'm fine. Down. Hey
6: Dan, um uh, John and, and Seth. Um, <clears throat> I, I've listened to it and, and uh. uh I'm going to say this, though. I'm going to say whatever problems we have, it's a, it's, it's, it's a spiritual problem. And I think somebody brought that out, too. It's really a spiritual problem um, that we have in the world. Uh, um, we've had great African-Americans to do things in spite of the circumstances. That's and I right. think the ones who have done and succeeded, seated above all the things and the things that's happening in this world, they had to really be they had to they had to think different and uh um they had to they had to believe what they what they what they was doing there's all types of accomplishments compliments by african Americans in spite of all the problems in the world so um I, I would say that that it, there need to be a change of thinking. Um, uh, a change of thinking among our people. Um, we we, wow. we are we are um in a in a race and a, in in a race of stuff that has problems financially. We're in a race of lack of understanding. We're in a race that um, have problems with education or even have. In, don't want anything to do with education. Um, um, well, we don't support each other. We There's all kinds of problems, but I think it all goes back to one thing. It's just not God, and people don't put God first in their lives. You put God first in his life, all this other stuff is going to be sorted out. Um, I'm not going to okay, say the problem question. is going to go away. Can, can uh-huh. I interject?
1: With a question, uh, uh, and I promise to be less than 30 seconds, because it's energetic, okay? okay? All when right. you say, put God, put God, put God, keep in mind the clan is burning a cross, and they're singing Amazing Grace. Get this picture, Dan. Cross, about 100 people, sometimes it can be as many as 300 people, and they're saying this. Amazing Grace. Dan, they're they serious. They believe in the Lord Jesus
6: Christ. Well, I'm going to say that, you know, most of the time of our church world is have that, what they say, they have a tradition. I'm talking about getting a new revelation of God, who God is, and getting a new revelation of God, the way God thinks of us. When you, if, you get, if you get if you get if you get old fashioned religion in it uh i don't think I don't think you're gonna be able to to make it successfully uh um you, people have made it, but that well, old style of of lack of understanding of the word of god that's the problem
1: that that you just said it you said first God I want you to say what you just said so in the, in the, in the, that's all I was trying to get you to say it's not that they need God. They already got God. They really do they serious about it, too. You can't say these people are not. I'm not. I, I know Christ said you know about love, but a lot of white supremacists, uh, I, I'm just talking about white people right now, folks. I know there's a whole planet full of people, but I'm talking about those people that are ruling over, like LSU would say, the ruling power. Folks, they claim God. And and a lot of love white people, love black people, but it's a rap kind of love. All slave, slaves that beat the, all slave owners didn't necessarily act the same. There was paternalism type of white supremacy where we know what's best for you, we'll take care of you, we're going to fight you, we're going to fight we're going to fight for you, these northerners, the Yankees. It's, it's a warped kind of love. They think they're all obeying the scriptures. So here's what they need, Dan. Well, hold on, hold on, hold on, Dan. They need what I was saying earlier. They need to get rid of the lies, deception, and ignorance. Keep on claiming Jesus, but find what he really said. Keep on studying your Bible, but find out who are those people in the Bible, and then come back and holler at your boy after you find out that Jesus was a Negro. Come back and holler at your boy after you find out all those kings was a Negro. Now, how are you going to stand on white supremacy? Now, go back to singing,
6: Oh, mate. It's a whole new different Bible. I ain't talking about ch- church, uh, church people. I'm talking about people that really know their God. You're talking about church people. You're talking about church people. I'm talking about people who know their God. Real people who know their God. I'm not saying other people. There are different levels of Christianity. There's different levels of maturity in God. So just because right, somebody crack a Bible, be just because somebody lift a Bible in their head, don't make don't make them a Christian.
2: If I may, if I may, if I may. If I may. If I
6: may. Go if ahead. I may,
2: if I may, we we have twenty minutes remaining. Uh, we will be uh, completing the show at ten o'clock Central Standard Time. Um, I would like for us to focus on the answer. Um, That's
6: the answer, brother. Not God. We, we,
2: we, we, hold brother on, if I may. No, gonna do... Oh,
1: okay, great. I'm sorry.
2: One moment. We, we want to focus on the answer. Okay dan is putting forth his answer but prior to that again as stated brother malachi was on hold he had something he wanted to say prior to dan calling in and we took the uh dan's calling which is fine let's go ahead and, and get over to brother malachi brother malachi if you could make your comment uh preferably about two minutes well, uh, or comment, a question dan. thank
0: you for the yes, comment brother thank dan. you dan
2: and then what we're okay. going to do is we're just gonna we're gonna we're just gonna have a brainstorm um, obviously with biblical scripture preferably as the foundation um, but it's not a necessity if you think that you have some ideas outside of that then we'll finish that up uh, towards the end of the show. Brother Malachi you were uh, looking to say something earlier.
5: Well uh, again I just want to re- reiterate on the solution which is to uh, the prayer of Solomon at the first, uh, at the dedication of the temple, he said that if we should be-think ourselves, bethink ourselves, in other words, come to our senses, uh, come to knowledge of our uh, Elohim or our God, uh, uh, our creator and knowledge of self. Uh, and, you know, uh, that's what we need to do. Uh, and uh, like Marcus Garvey suggests, you know, we need to organize ourselves and, and do for self. Uh, that's the solution right there. And I wanna make a statement about the, the uh a lot of the uh conflict that goes on in Africa. Uh such as uh Brother Seth mentioned about the Houthis and the uh the other ethnic group in Rwanda. Well uh th- that conflict was because of uh the british had colonized that particular area and when the british was in control they pitted one tribe against the other so when the british when the when the british withdrew the tribe that was used by the british to oppress the other tribe that oppressed tribe rose up and said well we're going to get you back for all the years that you allowed the british to use you to oppress us and i bring it out to say that that once again, uh, that was white supremacy ideology at its. Uh, I don't mean to be insensitive to what happened, but that was white supremacy ideology uh, uh, at its best in uh, driving uh, melanated one melanated nation to commit genocide on another melanated nation.
2: Thank you. Very well. I have to quickly jump in and say my piece right this very moment because. What Dan stated, I agree with, but on the level that Brother Malachi stated it, Um, it was to the point that I actually went ahead and pulled this up. We all are familiar with the scripture, if my people will humble themselves and pray, that is how we would get the Most High to rise up on our behalf. Solomon, this is uncanny what he states. I'm going to take this from first kings eight i'm gonna pick this up at verse 46 i'm just gonna read this verse 46 to 51 because it says it all it says it all when and he's referring to what the israelites hadn't done yet but on from a prophetic standpoint would be doing when they sin against you for there's none who does not sin and you become angry with them and give them over to their what their enemies who take them captive to their own lands far away or near. And if they have a change of heart in the land where they are held captive and repent and plead with you in the land of their captors. Listen to that y'all. We have sinned. That's what they're praying. We've sinned. We have done wrong. We have acted wickedly. And if they turn back to you with all their heart and soul in the land of their enemies who took them captive and pray to you toward the land you gave their ancestors, toward the city you have chosen and the temple I have built for your name, because Solomon built that temple for the name of the Most High, then from heaven your dwelling place, Hear their prayer and their plea and uphold their cause and forgive your people who have sinned against you. Forgive all offenses they have committed against you and cause their captors to show them mercy, for they are your people and your inheritance whom you brought out of Egypt, out of the iron smelting furnace. I'm going to stop right there because, to me, that really encapsulates what has to be done um, with all due respect to Brother Malachi, us getting together, looking to, like we said, we, we should think and, and, and build our own business entities. It just simply is not going to happen until we go back to the most high and say, look, we have jacked up. We see the sins of our fathers. We see our sins. We apologize. We repent. Yeah. We turn back to you. Then yeah. we can have him remove What's currently upon us as a people And then we can get together Any steps to get together Prior to will end up exactly As they've always ended up In shambles
1: Uh, Because
3: this is my last comment Uh, Actually that's not entirely correct Because when we talk about Businesses and building businesses We got it wrong and I will give you the scripture for that because I would ask, Brother Dan, are you encouraging us to have the mind of Christ that not we be closer to God? Because I assume that most of us are closer to God in some degree of the dimension, or that we're trying to preserve our existence in America. Because the scripture that John said is about people who are called by name. Would, would, would pray and, forg- and ask in forgiveness and humble themselves, what does he say? I'll heal their land. He never said I'll heal America. I'm going to say something that's going to be very somber, and let me say it, and when I get through, I'll just listen for the remainder of the night. We're never going to have the type of deliverance that we are giving the expectations to people in this nation because the system is designed for our destruction. We are at the end game, and at the end game, he says, "Come out of her, my people, that you take none of her plagues, or that you take not of her, of her plagues, or the maladies that are coming upon her, because all the scriptures that speak in light of Israel's restoration, reformation, in light of Israel's revival, is talking about Exodus." And so, brother Dan, when you say people who know God and who know the Word, no, they know christianity and they know the word from a christian orientation and perspective and paradigm because the biblical orientation is that if israel is to ever get released she got to go home because brother malachi you are right and brother seth you are right white people are not just our enemies and that if we did what you stated we will be out of the will of god because he says that i still avenge my enemy but when I come, I find faith on the earth because what he states, he says, is you got to go. you got to leave. And then he's going to take care of our enemies. But he's not going to take care of them while we're living on North American soil. And that's what we do not want to embrace. So when we come together and we get people together, no, Brother Malachi, I do not. Believe in the fact that we are trying To preserve an existence in America So if we're getting people together We need to get them with a mindset to extract themselves from this white supremacy Ideology so they can first know who They are and then after they know who they are We need to tell them what's on God's Agenda what are you supposed to do He says come out of her my people
2: uh, If I may brother L So The example that you used is actually can be drawn back from Egypt, where a nation became a nation within a nation. Exactly. Did they not, did they not spoil the Egyptians? When they were exiting. Agreed, agreed. So b- prior to or afterwards? They
3: spoiled them prior to, and the reason why? Is because simply what you stated earlier is that Israel realized there was, they, they, they realized there was not going to be any delivery from Israel. And the same instructions that they gave us, he gave them, and that was to leave. And in doing so, Pharaoh wouldn't let them go. So, so God let them know, you think you're in charge? I'm in charge. And God said, he hardened Pharaoh's heart. And in doing so, he separated the wheat from the tar, because it says, all the sinners of my people should die by the sword. And that's why I come out say that if we did what Seth said, if we realized that all of these people were our enemy and took up arms against them, no, that would not happen because we are out of time and out of place. Because the scripture states that at that appointed time, these people are, will of these Hebrew Israelites say, but they said with the wrong spirit and out of context, they are going to be our servants. I was reading in Isaiah 60 today, and the Gentiles shall come to thy light, and kings shall brighten thy brightness of thy rising, Let up thy eyes, rise about, and see thy gathering themselves together. They come to thee. Thy sons shall come from afar, and thy dollars shall nurse at thy side. Then shalt thou see, and then thou shall flow together, and thy hearts shall fear, and be enlarged, because the abundance of the sea shall be converted unto thee, and the forces of the Gentiles shall come unto Brother thee. L. <laughs>
2: Brother L, Brother yeah. L, if I may, if I may because my point was very, very it, it, succinct, and all that it was is this. No, no, no. I, to,
3: I, 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 like I said, now remember I said, I said it's not entirely true, because that statement, no, no, gives the implication, what what it gives the implication is that once we do forgiveness, once we do realize the error of our ways and humble ourselves, the implication for many people is that God is going to lift us up as a force here in America, and that is not what the scriptures state nor imply.
2: And I agree because the, the Israel Israel did not rise up and do anything in Egypt. All they did was run. Okay. Thank you. But oh,
3: preach it now, preach it.
2: Yes. All they did was run at the direction that the the either the pillar of smoke or the pillar of fire directed them to, and of course we all know the scripture says, "Be still and see the the deliverance of the Lord." And so all they had to do was just follow simple instructions. So the only point that I was really trying to bring out is that you did not have the people of Egypt. I'm talking about the population of Egypt chasing them into the Red Sea. You had the government army chasing them into the Red Sea. And we've established that there's many white people who were about as ignorant as we were before we came into this knowledge. They didn't know and they still don't. No, yes they are beneficiaries Of what has taken place But even that is lost on many of them All I'm saying is that We will not Leave this land without Great spoil Because that right. is in the scripture That's and all I, I was yeah, really yeah, trying and, to if say I
1: may, If I, I may interject here If I may interject uh, Those of you that's listening uh, To this, to this, note, to this um, show Please call uh um, the phone number at ten o'clock. Of course, I don't know if we're gonna roll over. now, uh, But the brother said we are not. not. Okay, we won't. Uh, he may have to go, but yeah, I don't know what does that mean. Because I, I have a few things to say, and I don't know if I'm gonna be able to get it out. But if so, brother John will be leaving us, and you I'll can just get But uh, <laughs> I know he's got to go though. For real, everybody's. I think everybody's beginning to learn that now, brother John. But uh, listen, uh, folks, if please call the phone number. If you want to keep listening, if we will, or we may not. But I do have a few things to say, and I don't know if we can get them out. Pastor Chris did drop. Pastor Chris did drop. But I want to get final words okay. from Ella Sheer in less than like a minute, and then Pastor uh, Malachi, as well as the moderator. But I just want to say really quickly um when y'all say, come out of here, my people, I do think Brother Dan is right in terms of that they know who God is. I think people are saying they know who God is, but I think what Brother, the Brother is saying, if they really met the true God, then the true God, uh, for those of you listening, may not be black. Or it don't matter really who listening. But just for so everybody know, the true God that Dan's talking about, he's going to show you who those people are in that Bible. And Mr. White Man, Mr. White Lady listening You will not, if you are, continue promoting white supremacy because you will have to stand, you will have to preach that that you know. And if if your heart is born again like a lot of you are, you will begin to tell the truth about who Christ was and throw throw down those images in your churches. I think we've a lot of good solutions tonight, but I'm I'm going to move on my final. But quickly, coming out of her, leaving the nation, I do think that has a point. I think there's a deliverance you can have in your personal life by doing Brother Dan say, really getting to know who the Father is, because he's going to show you who those people are, who we are as a people. And even if he don't show you who the, who the true Israelites are because of something inside of your mind called white supremacy, he'll show you other things in the scripture that will, that will cause your heart to have passion for these people. Just too if you don't have no passion. I'm talking about so-called African Americans, too. If you do like brother dancing and do follow the scriptures and that rule walk of the Holy Spirit, I don't think you're going to be a racist holler someone burn burning a flag talking about amazing grace. These are rebellious Christians that are not listening to the Holy Spirit, and they know that. And I'll say it to their face: they know that they're truly born again, all right. But some people are not born again; they just jump on the bandwagon Christianity because their mom and daddy was Christian. They don't have no personal relationship. But I do think you should know them by their love. So, but Elisha, what he said was profoundly true. I think we, as a nation, will be delivered. Won't be delivered until we leave. I think as a nation, we will not have the things that a nation have. Until we leave this country. But individually, following the Holy Spirit, you can have Yah, or God, or the Most High, blessing you, blessing your socks off. You can be happy. You can have the peace of pass, all understand, even in Babylon. After all, the Bible was written mostly by Israelites that was in bondage the nation. The, the, the prophets, most of their writings, from my understanding, they can correct me if I'm wrong, but they were wrote while the Israelites was in bondage as a nation. True, But true. those prophets were doing all kinds of miracles and stuff, so you can have the power of God in your life if you follow that rule. So you've heard several uh, answers tonight, but I'm going to say more about that once I'm recapping. Uh, Brother Moderator, I would, you know, it's up to you what you're going to do. It's part the time they're ready to give a final. Like, uh, you're
2: going to recap. <laughs> you're going to recap. And, and we're going to close on out. Um, anyone who wants to say good night and goodbye, we'll, we'll give them time to do such.
1: Well, yeah. Just recapping, it sounds like we've heard a lot of answers, a lot of solutions. We've heard well, uh, come said, out and heard about by said,
3: people. But Seth, but actually, what you stated is that you were going to recap. You're going to make your comments. You're going to recap, and let everybody have a minute for a closing thought. <sighs>
1: Right, I would, that's what I was going to do. Everybody go around with the, with the final, and then brother, I'm going to say goodbye to John everybody, and then I'm just going to recap everything after everybody's gone, because I, I do think he's right about keeping with two hours, because people compliment when we do that. But I do have I do want to recap. I don't know if y'all are on the line or not, but I'm just going to go through the solutions we've heard, and I was trying to do it just then, but, uh, uh, moderator, what do you want? You, you, you call the show.
2: Uh, Brother L., uh, your last thoughts.
3: Well, one thing I want to say is uh, real quick in closing with that is that John, when they Israel when Pharaoh drove them out this was the motivation. He said lest they join, he said they're increasing unless they join forces with the enemy and, and come against us, let us oppress them. Um, right. Israel is raising Israel is waking up and Israel is becoming an irritation to America and we promise to be a further irritation to America and as a result The the oppression that has come upon us, as you can see, is intensifying. And, uh, Brother Dan, my last words to you is to say is that black people have never had a problem knowing God. We have been the salvation for America on many fronts. We have been the preservation of of this nation. We have been salt and light in a dark world. But the reality, black people's problem is they don't know who they are. Jesus said, "Whom do men say that I am?" And what did he say? He said, "Some say that you are Elias, and some say this here." Then he says, "Who do God? Say, who do Who do you say that I am?" And his response was, "I, Christ, the Son of the Living God." And he said, "Flesh and blood did not reveal that to you, but my Father which is in heaven." And my brother, what brother Seth just said, white supremacy is like a filter. It's a clog, clogging up a system. And that system is being permeated through Christianity, and it is hindering black people from recognizing and realizing who we are. And until we realize who we are, the world is doomed because we are its salvation. And that's why it says it's the be- end of the world is Edom because that's when God judges the world, and the beginning of the world is Israel. Y'all, good night. I love y'all. I appreciate y'all. Big you up, brothers, um, the chain. I love y'all, man. Well,
2: well, thank I love you, you back, those, Apostle Malachi. Any any parting words?
5: Yes, yes. Uh, uh you know, uh j- just remember the solution uh based on what Elashua said and brother Seth said and what I said from uh the prayer of Solomon, that if we should bethink ourselves in the land of our captivity, in the land of our enemies, uh, and return back to the most high Yah Elohim, our God Elohim, the God of Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, uh uh, you know, he will aid us uh, out of this uh, land because that's ultimately uh, the ultimate solution right there is that we will come out of her because, uh, frankly, uh, the United States is not going to be saved. It's, it's going to come down, and even even uh, Billy Graham said uh, that if God does not judge America, he must go back and apologize to Sodom and Gomorrah. Uh, so America may be the greatest nation on the earth But it's also the most wicked nation ever to exist in the history of the world But I thank you for allowing me on And I love you all in the most High's nice name
2: I appreciate it, brother. Apostle Malachi um, brother, L, yeah, uh, brother Seth um, I'll just say goodnight to the peoples You go ahead and recap and close out the show
1: Brother, uh, again, thank you for moderating the show. Really appreciate everything you do. It's just
2: My always favorite.
1: so, I um, just really appreciate it. Really appreciate it. All right?
2: No doubt.
1: All right. And folks, that's the one and only Brother John Clark, all the way from Forward Texas, moderate the show. Did very good, didn't he? Yes, he did. Well, listen, tell a little Dietrich, Dietrich Haddon in the background as I moderate this, as I not moderate, but as I put uh, the, the final touches on this. Okay, let get my notes out here.
0: Alright,
1: y'all heard from everybody. I can't say who said oh, what, but you heard, I'll use what Bob said last. As a nation, I wanna be free from sin. as a nation, ain't going to happen for in this country. Pastor Chris always said this, he didn't say it tonight, but he always said this. No. Nation has gained its full humanity in the land of their captivity. One more time. No nation. I call it, can you say it again? <laughs> but he said, no nation has gained their full humanity in the land of their captivity. And I think that's brilliant. The Bible does say what Elishua said. It says, Come out from among her, folks. It's Bible. We're not making it up. It says come out from among her. Although it was in the book of Revelation, that one talking about you, Negroes. Okay. Do the research people, with the people of the Bible, and the scripture says Deuteronomy twenty eight, verse forty six, the things that's gonna come upon Israel is gonna repeat, 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 repeat. What you see in Revelation is not just a one time thing. So, listen, if you wanna look that up, that's Revelation. Actually it's in several parts, but um, there's a scripture in Second Corinthians six and seventeen where they it says, come out of from among her but also in the book of Revelation it talks about Israel coming out of these nations of captivity because this nation was set up and it's white supremacy is the true government really. It's the system behind the system and you cannot gain full humanity as a nation, with black people thinking the way we think, we have to go somewhere else and get it fresh. We have to have our own. It's got to be our own. And some say, well, how is that going to happen?" Well, the Most High is already making it happen, folks. I talk, we talked about that. We've done shows on it again. If you want to the previous shows, to Google Five Two on Blog Talk Radio and uh, return. I guess you can type the words. Uh, the return, and we talked a lot about Israelites literally, African Americans literally returning back to Israel. Some people are going to African other nations to get America out of their system then they're moving on to Israel eventually, but people are leaving this country just know that, and that brother, Elishur is right. He wasn't the only one that said that tonight, but just know as a nation, we will not be salvaged, but individually, we have to start somewhere individually, 7th Rock is my people which are called by my name, will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. Then we will hear from heaven and he will give us the healing with you. One more time, 2 Chronicles 7, 14. Chronicles 7, If my people, which are called by my name, will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. just yes, humble, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. Then we will hear from heaven. Third time, Second Chronicles 7 14, is my people which are called which are called by my name, that's only Israel, called by my name, will humble themselves, pray, seek my face, turn from their wicked ways. You have to do all of those things. Well how do you know how what the turn from what's wicked what's not? There's something called the Holy Spirit that's been dispatched on all men and definitely on Israel, and it can lead in guide you, but you have got to hook up with other brothers and sisters of like mind and study together. I'm not always saying that it has to be in a church, but I think a church is a good place if you can find a church the that the Father leads you to. But you you have to not forsake the assembling of yourself with other believers, and you'll have to study the Scriptures and uh and, and, and if I will lead you, what what assembly you need to go to, if any, and uh, you just need to study his word and turn, like you say, humble yourself, because you don't know it all. Seek his face. Pray. Call on him and just ask him to direct you. Folks, we are in a war. We are definitely among enemies, and I'm not talking about just no white people, for sure. White folks, everybody knows that we all agree with that. But there's some black folks, and here's But here's an enemy we didn't talk about at all. As a matter of fact, let me just do this. To everybody, don't go nowhere. All you, all everybody, Everybody's still holding the phone lines. That's great. I remember. I, I'll kind of end it with this. I remember thinking about my enemies, my enemies, my enemies. And uh, this is when I thought the enemies were people. And I remember thinking about my enemies, and I saw this long list, and I thought about everybody that ever did something to me. I mean relatives, non-relatives, strangers, and I remember seeing this long list of enemies. Listen to this, folks. This is going to blow a lot of you away. Check this out. I was looking at my enemies. I was looking at a line of my enemies. Check this out, folks. And I was just going one by one looking at look at he what he did. Look how he did this is to me and he did that to me. And I remember she didn't have to do this, she did that to me, and how this person hurt me and, and I was just going down the list looking at all of my enemies. Jesus
0: has folks, listen.
1: Jesus listen so folks in this long line of enemies. I just noticed a face that I was very familiar with. And it was me. I was in the line. And I could say, why am I in the line? Folks, I guarantee you, if you be honest, take out a calculator and just start uh, writing them down, you have done more to harm yourself than probably most of your enemies combined. Because you don't see them every day. You see yourself every day. You see your rebellion every day. You see your procrastination every day. You see you're not reading the Word every day. You see you're not in fellowship with like-minded believers every day. You see you're not praying every day. If that's what you do, can't see everybody do that every day. But I'm just saying, we are our biggest enemy. That's the first enemy we need to slay. Like I think Pastor uh, Malachi, our brother, was on tonight, wasn't he? You know, Marcus Garvey said it right. Our biggest enemy is is, is, is internal. And yes it's it be some white supremacy, but it's inside of us I open up talking about the flesh. We didn't talk about that hardly at all. We can't this show could be five shows. Because again, there's something about it that craves so evil. This is why we need the Father in our life, we need his Holy Spirit. And it won't hurt. It will help also the scripture talks about fasting and denying your flesh. And While you're fasting, seeking the Father with lots of prayer and reading His Word, while you're afflicting your body, that's supposed to be one of the most powerful things you can do as a human being to get close to the Father. Fasting is something about it, folks. It's the Word. The scriptures speak highly. So add that to the list, fasting and prayer. But folks, I was in that line of enemies. And if you'd be honest, you'd say the same thing. So tonight we said a lot of things. Remember, you can rewind these shows. It's recorded.
0: So I just
1: a lot of brothers and sisters that you feel is borderline uh, on calling white people the enemy. Our uh, I think white is super evil. But well, we got to get this right, folks. we got to get this right. we got to get this right because the Father can't. we are going to be limited if we have hate. Because if white people, you see them as the devil. You have the capacity to hate them. But we're supposed to hate what is evil. And as evil as a people, you have the capacity maybe be hidden, maybe subconscious, but you will hate. And we can't afford that. We're Israel. we got to lead the nations to a purifier worship. And it starts with loving all humans. We're supposed to hate lies and deception and ignorance. Like I said earlier, these are the, this is what fuels the enemy. You take away the lies, deception, and ignorance, I guarantee you ain't got no enemy. I know it's evil spirits, of course, but I mean, outside of evil spirits, if you can just take away lies from people, give them the truth. Where deception is is there, instead of half and half, to give them the full truth. And where ignorance is there, no information, give them truth. I guarantee you, with that kind of knowledge, and they really see clearly, you have converted enemy, and I have done that with the help of the Father lots of so called white people. They they were racist. But not after I got done talking to them Not if they really listen. He asked the father, use your brothers, brother son to convert many white people that were racist. So I know what I'm talking about. I'm not just making this stuff up. So this is another solution. Remember, we have the power. Holy Spirit can rise up in us, and He knows who these people are, who these racists are. And I'm talking about black folks who are racist, too. That's why we have the five stones, the five topics we talk about, one of being white spirits. We are putting truth out there that will make anybody free, including so called black people. So I do I have to show up. Uh, Brother, Brother John does a wonderful job. I was trying to keep us Hours, I really applaud him, and I always seem like just take it over. But listen, folks, when I play this song we played last week, just a little Kanye. West, this is his choir. You got it. I got to hear a little bit more of this. Uh, hallelujah, salvation and glory. Next week, tune in. Next week, we'll be. For another exciting, powerful, relevant show, it has to do with you and yours. The last thing I want to say is, brother Dan, brother Dan, brother Dan. We want to definitely uh, talk about his uh, gospel, tracks wild.com Dan has these little booklets that he that he has been uh, producing for many years all over the world, called Tracks, where he talks about the gospel, who Christ was, well, how he came, lived, died, rose, and is going to return. The gospel, the gospel. Rolling little tiny booklets. Dan has a business where he issued tracks out people and he have uh of course uh uh offered to give interview 25 free ones if you go to that site and uh uh do business with him uh, 25 and, and mention the fossils on network. of course he'll uh be able to give you 25 free tracks but there's tracks go all over the world daniel Wallace is uh advertiser long uh advertiser right now on the foot stone again he's at www gospel Tracks, Wow.com. Dan has been born again for many, many years. He was on last week. He he getting didn't miss, he missed the show. And he, he's really, really loved the father. That's why I do business with Dan. That's why I have him on, because the brother is really, really genuine in his walk with the father. And uh, he represents a lot of Christians, a lot of y'all believe, very close to what brother Dan does. And so do I in many areas. And I'm going to talk more about Brother Dan. It's a lot of history to him. Y'all be shocked uh, uh, to a lot of things that we went through, uh, Brother Dan and I. It was my first roommate. He was my first roommate when I first moved out. And that brother lived his his thing, folks. That's one person that I know lived his thing. A lot of people I know lived his thing. But Brother (laughs) Tan, that brother is trying to live his thing here. You hear me? Uh, So, anyway, go by www. I love every single one of you, and there is nothing you can do about it. Folks, go back and listen to the show. Y'all didn't get all that. It was a lot of information that went forward. We get the solutions, many solutions. You just got to go back and listen to the whole show. Good night. The God we serve is
6: excellent, and we give him the highest praise on the day. Somebody say hallelujah to the Lord.
0: Come on, you may know this. Sing with us. Hallelujah. Hallelujah.